Hello, listeners. I'm Jamia. I'm Jamila, and we are Lib Voices. Here from Librarians of Color, what speaks to the fullness of their careers, including successes and challenges. How do they do it? Join us to find out more about their Lib Voices. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4. Today, we have an interview with Madeline Pena. Madeline Pena is the Digital Content Manager at the Los Angeles Public Library. She comes from a background in graphic design, marketing, and TV production, and has worked in public libraries for over 12 years. Active member of Reforma, the National Association to Promote Library and Information Services to Latinos and the Spanish Speaking, she served as 2018-2019 president and was a recipient of the 2015 Reforma Dr. Arnulfo de, de Trejo Librarian of the Year Award. Uh, what drew you to librarianship? Wow. So I started working for the Los Angeles Public Library. I love working at LAPL in Los Angeles, California, as a library assistant, as an admin clerk, actually. That's the position's title, right? And I was fortunate to have an awesome supervisor. She became my mentor and a person that's really has been very important in my life, in my professional life. Her name is Pat Cuesta. So she was my supervisor and she uh, encouraged me uh, to, you know, pursue librarianship and work on my master's. And, you know, she exposed me to reforma and she was always like trying to uh, teach me all the different aspects of librarianship and, um, you know, the different options within the profession that I had. And she really, she really encouraged me and pushed me. So I think, um, a combination of working for Los Angeles Public Library, having a great mentor, and also learning about the concept of public librarianship and how beautiful it is. You know, as I'm as an immigrant from the Dominican Republic, where growing up I didn't have public libraries or public library systems as we do here in the United States, where you can take books home, or there's like programming where they are so accessible and they're everywhere, right? You can find, you should be able to walk to a public library. I, I didn't have that in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. So I fell in love with that, the whole concept. I really uh, enjoy how uh, being, at least for at, in, in Los Angeles, you know, it's a multicultural uh, city, right? So being in Los Angeles, how my, uh, you know, being an immigrant, having speaking Spanish as my first language would be an actual an asset for the profession and for the organization. So that also drew me to uh, librarianship. So public libraries, what a beautiful institution, you know, that we must preserve having a great mentor and being in a great city and a great organization as LAPL. That drew me to librarianship. And also seeing how many great librarians, you know, worked uh, in the LA area. And then as I got involved with Reforma, the National Association to Promote Library Information Services to Latinos and Spanish speaking, as I kind of expanded my network and was able to see other people in library world, not only librarians, but also, uh, you know, admin clerks, uh, library assistants, pages, and how there's this, um, you know, love for the community, this passion to serve people, and this common goal, like we're all in this together. 
So Reforma, <laughs> the librarians, the public library, having a great mentor and being in a great place as Los Angeles. Great story, great um, backstory to becoming a librarian. There's so many different ways and how we get there. So it's um, always loved. To, I, this is one of my favorite questions because I always love to hear this. <laughs> so, Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as a, a BIPOC librarian, what do you view as critical to the success of the field? I think it's important to be flexible and adaptable. You know, in, in library world and in life in general, you know, we all, you know, people, humans, you know, from different, with different, different backgrounds, different stories, um, different experiences. Um, having, you know, being flexible, adaptable, being patient with each other and trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes. I think it helps. Um, <laughs> learning how to stand up for yourself. I think that's super important. Like, for example, early on, not, on, not in librarianship, before I came to librarianship, and, and in my life, like I faced like microaggressions, like I didn't know, you know, as an immigrant, what the term microaggression was and how to perhaps help educate people and understand where people are coming from. Um, and better, um, you know, react in a way to educate people, let them know, you know, this is wrong. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to uh, convey here. So flexible, adaptable, uh, I'll try to be optimistic, try to see the best in people, try to see the common goal. So if we, you know, if you're in a work environment, um, I try to see, okay, we're in this, uh, we're trying to serve our community or accomplish, you know, this uh, project and try to make it, you know, so we can work together as a team. A lot of, lots of patience, <laughs> love of heart, lots of heart, lots of, you know, love and understand, like I said, that we're come, we all come from different places. We all have different stories, uh, experiences that make us who we are not everything you know we're not just one and just trying to be flexible adapt and understanding of others people I think it is important and as also tell people about your story and who you are so they can also understand you as well that's that has been my experience and I think I've been very fortunate because you know being in in uh, an environment that's uh but by default, multicultural, it, it, it actually helps. Yes, that sounds like a dream. <laughs> so our next question is, how do you promote equitable practices through your work? So through my work um, in Los Angeles, at the Los Angeles Public Library and through Reforma, uh, it, it, it's it's very it's a core to uh, what we do. So be working at a public library where our main goal is to serve our um, communities, right? The our diverse communities that's even part of the mission of the Los Angeles Public Library. Um, we uh, and because I say we because sometimes you may have an idea or someone else may have an idea or of how how to improve service or you know to do something new, but you can do stuff on your own. So you need to, you know, work 
that has been my experience that we can accomplish things when we work together. So, um, you know, we try to think of our communities, how better serve them when it comes to language access, providing materials, for example, in Spanish or other languages for those non-English speaking patrons. Um, making sure those, you know, mat materials and services that align, you know, that, uh, that serve, you know, people with the, from different cultures and speak different languages are also, you know, either if it's printed materials, if it's like on the website, if it's actual programming, that's how I, um, working as a team with other colleagues and with a lot of support from our organization in general, we've been able to, uh, you know, promote equitable services and practices at work. We like, ad, you know, advocate a lot uh, for our community, especially Latinos and Spanish speaking, which is kind of my, my, uh, my passion, you know, where my passion is. And I think everything I do at work and the work through Reforma is, you know, that's the main, my main goal in mind, you know, how do, can we better serve our patrons? Uh, in general, and also our patrons uh, doesn't speak English, our patrons who come from different places, our patrons uh, with, you know, different backgrounds, uh, how can we meet their needs? So you uh, mentioned Reforma in your um, last response, which leads us to our next question. Um, you've been both a chapter president and librarian of the year with Reforma. Can you share with us more about your work um, with this organization and, um, or this um, ethnic affiliate actually, and how it has shaped you as a public librarian? So Reforma was founded 50 years ago or 50 years ago as it was in uh, 1971 by Dr. Anulfo Trejo, inspired and by the, uh, Black Caucus of the American Library Association, and which was founded a year pre, you know, before Reforma. So it is an institution in our library world. It is a the National Association to promote library and information services to Latinos and the Spanish speaking. It has chapters in different cities, including Los Angeles. And I got involved with Reforma through my local chapter in Los Angeles. I was uh, I served, you know, as a member, I was an active member, then I served as the public information officer, then vice president, president-elect, president, treasurer, and several committees. And then from the chapter, I uh, got involved with the Reforma as a national association, when, with the national association, right, when we were planning our Reforma National Conference uh, fifth, which happened in 2014 in San Diego. And then from then I got involved with the executive committee. I served as chapter rep and then as vice president and president and uh, past president. And now I'm still involved with the, uh, I'm co-chairing the technology committee and I coordinate uh, the mini grants program and help with other, you know, committees as needed. So Reforma is like home to me. It's um, God, such a great network of amazing human beings and professionals. It's just uh, like if you talk to any for me, it's like we're just family. So it's uh, it helped me develop my leadership skills uh, when I was in library school. It helped me. 
um, it kind of was like um, an incubator in a way. Uh, it helped me like flourish because I found like a, this safe, welcoming space uh, where, I, for example, I was always very self-conscious about my accent. But then I would go to the former meetings and I'd see other reformistas with heavy accents. And they didn't care about that. So, you know, I look up to people like that and it helped me develop as a person and as a professional. So my local chapter, you know, you see also some, so much passion in everything they do. You know, you're volunteering your time. You know, you're not getting paid. You're not getting any kickback. You're not getting any free room at a conference uh, for working with Reforma. You know, just giving your time. You're collaborating with people, working as a team to make something happen and to carry this vision that was started 50 years ago. So I think it's just so beautiful. Uh, working with the local colleagues in Los Angeles, working with the colleagues from the different chapters. Um, God, what a, it's such a beautiful experience. Like, like I said, I've always had access to past ALA presidents, to library directors, to students, to mid-career librarians, to anyone you can think of, you get, you know, you can, you can learn from and so, you know, their experience or their spirit in a way, you you have access to those people through that network that we have in Reforma. And expanded, you have also access to this network of the National Librarians of Color. So now, you know, they were called ethnic affiliates. Now they're being called NALCOS, National Association of Librarians of Colors. So you have APALA and BCALA, AILA, and, um, CALA, the Chinese American Library Association, and Reforma, the five of us together now are the Joint Council of Librarians of Color. And I'm also involved with JCLC, representing Reforma, along with my colleague, um, my colleague Reforma past president, Kenny Garcia. So that's such an honor, you know, being part of my Reforma family and also the extended uh, JCLC and Librarians of Color family. It's just a pleasure and a privilege and just fun. You learn a lot, but also it's just, it's beautiful. Uh, and oh, what an honor when in 2015, my chapter colleagues nominated me and I didn't even know it. Uh, and I was awarded the Librarian of the Year Award, the Reforma Dr. Arnulfo Trejo Librarian of the Year Award, Lottie. It, it, it was a big, big, big honor and I'll be always thankful. Uh, there are, there's so much talent in Reforma and in, in library world and in library, you know, all librarians of color. And it's nice when the work you do is recognized. So I say, you know, there are a lot of awards out there. You get nominate people you see you see them that they're giving their uh you know doing their best and they're going above and beyond for the organization for the profession at work just nominate them you know just one page you send them you know it, it'll make a big difference uh for them to be recognized it did for me and I, i'm super thankful so that's been my involvement with reforma uh that's where i put my volunteer hours and i loved it like i said it's just so much talent so much passion, uh, care for the community, and uh, at large, our you know our communities we serve as librarians at all levels. You know we have school librarians, special librarians, um, academic librarians, public librarians, and our community within 
library world, you know, as uh, Latino serving librarians or Latino librarians or Spanish speaking librarians. Um, and within our larger community of librarians of colors and also the large community under the ALA umbrella and other uh, professional associations. So yes, I love Reforma. And if you're listening to this podcast and you are in their library school and you have a passion for serving Latinos and Spanish speaking or join, join Reforma, you can get more information on their website, reforma.org or feel free to contact me directly. And sometimes um, it's not easy when you are new and join an organization. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about you more about Reforma and I'll put you in contact with, you know, anyone in your area or uh, who might have a similar interest. But I encourage you to find, you know, that network, that friends and colleagues uh, to support you and guide you, you know, through the good and the bad, because we have fun together. But we also, you know, when you need someone to listen to you, to give you good advice, you'll find someone to be there for you. That is so good. And I'm glad that you offer to be the connecting person because sometimes people are shy or they don't know who to go to. So you you have that you know knowledge. So that's so great that you'll be able to provide that to our listeners that will take you up on that. Yes, please do. <laughs> it will be my pleasure. Yes. Yes, I just have to agree. I love the the personal call to, you know, join. Uh, JCLC or any of the uh, the affiliates or, you know, just to get involved in general. And I also love the point that you make about how, um, you know, the, the field is full of like talented and passionate people. And that is so true. We see it. We've seen it with just the people we've interviewed, but just in, in our, our walks, you know, our individual walks as librarians, like there's so many of so many talented people in this in this field. And it's, it's great to see. And yourself included. <laughs> yes. Thank you, you guys as well. Oh, thank you. And yeah, it's so important to be cel- to celebrate people, you know, and to show them that they do mean something to you, that you do admire them, that, you know, keep up the good work because that is important to celebrate people as well. So I'm glad yeah. that you were nominated and got that because it shows your value to people. Yes. So our last and final question Librarians come from a variety of different backgrounds. What role has your previous background in graphic design and marketing played in your in librarianship? So in my previous life, when I worked when I lived in the Dominican Republic, I worked, uh, I studied graphic design in the university and I studied marketing. Um that's my my undergrad, and I worked for uh, governmental organizations in marketing for the national lottery, for a TV station in the production department, and it was such a great experience that whole um, that whole time that I worked in marketing and TV. Uh, it was just awesome. I had a lot of fun, and I worked really really hard, and. I learned a lot about, you know, teamwork. Like I mentioned a lot of teamwork because, you know, sometimes there are some things that you can do on your own, but most things you need to be able to work with other people to make them happen. So it's like we're on this together to accomplish whatever the goal it is, to make this TV show, you know, you you know, if to be live on TV with a variety of TV show with dancers and musicians and comedians and guests and interviews and everything, you need to have a well-coordinated 
uh, everything needs to be well, you know, planned and coordinated. And every everyone who's part of that production, they need to be doing what they're supposed to be doing and be motivated, etc. So I think you I love that experience because I think that's something that you can use in any work environment, unless I know if that you are required to work with other people, right? So. Um, that you know the graphic design and marketing help experience and tv helped me a lot when i first uh started working officially as a librarian because at the time i was hired as a bilingual a bilingual social media librarian for the los angeles public library so i was able to use my native spanish speaking skills I was able to, you know, doing social media, it was part of the whole marketing world and uh, includes that they use a lot of graphics. So I was to, able to use my, um, I was never a graphic designer, so I cannot say my work as a graphic designer, but I did study three years to be a graphic designer. And, uh, you know, if I needed to make any videos, at least I have a good eye um, and new basic editing because of my work in, in production in the past. So it, it was foundational for me, uh, although you might think, wow, that's kind of weird, you know, to use all those skills in library, but it worked out for me. And now the position that I currently have now, um, since 2017 to 2021, it's a um, digital content team manager. So it's a senior librarian, uh, it's a small team, and we are, in charge of the content that goes on the library's website, the content that goes on our um, uh, mobile app, uh, digital signage, and also the coordinate and uh, our email communications with patrons. So now this is a team with a graphic designer, uh, other librarians, and we are, um, you know, it's a lot of marketing related because a lot of writing and making sure uh, all the information that patrons need to have on the website are um, shared in a way that is accessible when it comes to, um, you know, the uh, patrons accessing the website through assistive technologies, but also accessible in the way you write it, you know, uh, the way you present it. And uh, if, you know, in so many cases, we try to provide multilingual pages for patrons. So if you don't speak, you know, English, you might be able to read the content from that page in, let's say, Russian or Spanish, etc. So it's a fun job, and I still can see using my graphic design uh, studies and skills. Well, you don't need a, uh, you know, you could learn some basic. You don't need to go to university for that. And of course, marketing, because I think it helps me see kind of like the big picture uh, when it comes. It's not just the website. It's not a web page. You know, it's part of something bigger. So it is, you know, it's. PR is doing social media or sending a press release and they share the URL from that website, that page needs, needs to be consistent with the whole library, um, you know, branding, look and feel, tone of voice, ex language, etc. So I think it helps me. Uh, I'm kind of like a niche librarian. Uh, because it, the same as the librarians working in my team, that we do something very uh, highly specialized in a way that is not necessarily uh, 
related to uh, librarianship in a way. You know, many other organizations choose to have just PR staff doing that kind of, or marketing staff, or um, you know, communication staff in general. Not for us, it's different because we, you know, my library they they chose to go take that approach of having librarians with these skills, specialized skills, to fill these positions and and do the work that I think is it's it's so important. You know, website it's a virtual branch that's open 24-7. You need to be able to staff it, you know, with you know uh librarians who understand uh, and think first of you know the patron, you know, what they need from us. Um, and that's been the approach. And I, I'm very thankful because I love, I love, I love what I do. And I love working with this uh, awesome team of colleagues uh and in the digital content team that is so good i'm glad you have that skill yes yeah. and like wow i can believe it that everything fell into place <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> funny when that happens huh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah just great to hear about the the work and um how you came to it and 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 just being able to use like everything that you have you know like all these other experiences and and um, and knowledge that we have to serve librarianship. Yes, yes, me too. I'm surprised. Wow, I can't believe it because when I first studied graphic design and then I, I, I did a it's a in the Dominican Republic it's a technical degree, so it's like more than an AA, less than an AA, uh, BA, right? And then uh, I never work in graphic design unless I. Although I graduated, but I said, okay, I'm going to go marketing because I've been working in marketing and I started, you know, university all over again and did my four years in marketing. And then now I went to librarianship. So I felt like I was not using any of it. You know, it was like, okay, they're completely different. Oh, graphic design and marketing kind of complemented in a way, but librarianship was completely different, but I'm able to use my skills uh, and my background and my work in um uh, TV, uh, bring it to the work I do now. So that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that concludes our interview. We're yes. reached the end of our questions. Um, so again, just want to thank you for taking the time to do this with us. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks to you and for the beautiful work you do with this, uh, podcast. It's, uh, uh, admirable. So thank you for doing this. Uh, I appreciate you um, approaching me and inviting me to be part of it. Oh, thanks. Thanks for coming along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We hope you learned more about Madeline Pena. We'd like to share a quote with you before we sign off. As you enter positions of trust and power, dream a little before you think. Toni Morrison. Remember to keep walking in your lip voices and please follow us on all of our social media pages.